Welcome to the Power Play Podcast, where every episode is a power move. This is Natasha. Let's dig in. Hello, my beautiful friends, and welcome back to the podcast. Uh, We have an exciting topic today, and it's actually sequential from the topic that we had last week. So if you hadn't had an opportunity to listen to episode one, where we go through our GPS framework, I do encourage you to listen before you listen to this podcast. Now that you know how to navigate and structure your GPS, today I wanted to talk about your to-do list. And more importantly, how your to-do list is killing your progress. I gave up the concept of to-do list years ago, and it's made a world of a difference. So I feel like it's important that I talk to you guys about exactly why they're ineffective and how to make the most out of what you're trying to create. You know that feeling when you're done writing all of the things out onto your to-do list and you take a look at either a single page or multiple pages of things that your brain is telling you you need to complete, the sense of overwhelm, the sense of defeat, What I want you to do is cut yourself loose of procrastination and avoidance because of those emotions. The biggest killer of your progress is going to be the feeling of defeat, the want to procrastinate and avoid that to-do list because it's so overwhelming. So I'm going to teach you why that feels that way and how to fix it. Even with my clients during the GPS process, we do go through an exercise where we list out or write out all of the things that our brain is telling us to do so we can get it out of our brain and into a piece of paper. Because once it's in front of you and you can visualize what you need to do, it's easier to categorize those things and prioritize those things. However, we don't call that the to-do list. It is a brain dump and just that for the purposes of getting it, uh, getting the information out of your head. It will very much feel like writing out a to-do list. The difference is, is what we do with that information. It is completely normal that this feels super overwhelming, especially when the list contains a lot of tasks. This is completely okay, um, and you shouldn't be discouraged by this. Not only should you not feel stressed by it, I encourage you to go ahead and ask yourself, what else, until your brain cannot serve you any more things. So as you're doing this, I would continue to say, okay, what else, what else? What else? Until your brain is completely tapped out. Again, the goal is to come up with an exhaustive list so we can then do some work on it. The reason to-do lists feel completely overwhelming and stressful is because they lack prioritization and have unrealistic expectations when we write them out. So let's talk about how to fix that. After you're done writing out your list, and it should scare you just a little bit, what you're going to do is you're going to take the entire list and categorize it. On one side of the task, on a piece of paper where you wrote these, you will notate which tasks would be easy to complete. So pick a color or a symbol um, and write 
easy um, on those things. And then everything else will be marked as difficult. The second filter you're going to be putting your tasks through is going to be which ones would create high value versus those that have low value. So you will notate them high and low. So each task should be categorized into two angles. It's either easy to do or difficult, and it would either provide high value or low value when it's done. When we talk about value, it's in context of how much it's going to move the needle for your goal that you're trying to accomplish, right? So is it going to get closer to your goal um, or is it just going to move the needle just a little bit? Here's where the fun begins. You're going to grab a new piece of paper and you're going to divide it into four quadrants. The quadrants will be marked as followed. Easy, high value, difficult, high value, easy, low value, and difficult, low value. Now you're going to take your categorized list that you've created of all of the exhaustive list of tasks, and you've categorized them into these things, easy, high, or uh, easy, difficult, high or low, and you're going to put them in their associated quadrants in the new page. When you're starting out, you're going to have a significantly more exhaustive list. If you're continuing to do this on a regular basis, your list is going to get shorter and shorter. And actually you can do this for each priority within your GPS. So your goal is going to stay the same, but the three priorities that you have, you'll write out these tasks that will then turn into strategies. And this will then prioritize your strategies based on how we're going to categorize them. Your now exhaustive list should be broken out into these four quadrants on a new sheet of paper where you notice it's your brain immediately starting to self-regulate and calm down because this exhaustive list is now taking a shape where it's shorter lists. All right, cool. Shorter lists feel better. Now what? Focus your attention on the quadrant that is easy and high value. You will do those tasks first. Give yourself a week or two to work through all of the tasks on that list. Once you've completed those tasks, you're going to go into and move into the difficult and high impact value um, quadrant. When you're scheduling these or when you're putting them into your calendar blocks, do not intermingle them. Um, This would give you an opportunity for some quick wins if you just concentrate on the tasks that are easy and have a highly um, impactful value towards your goal. So focus on those first and then plan out the difficult high value tasks. Your brain is going to love the first quadrant. Getting the easy stuff out of the way that still creates high value towards your goal will give your brain a reason to celebrate. Quick wins is the antidote 
to procrastination and avoidance. It's giving your brain an opportunity to see progress. You will feel more accomplished and motivated to do other things. Also, do not underestimate the power of calendar blocking. Calendar blocking is the ultimate way to reduce psychological burden of your to-do list. It's uh, a way to reduce that anxiety and all of the cognitive resources that you need to implement that will pull you away otherwise where you can use for creativity or problem solving because your brain is consistently thinking of all the other things that you need to complete. If you've already dedicated time deliberately in your calendar to do these things, you can literally tell your brain, it's okay, we're taking care of this task on this specific day during this time. And it will let go of that anxiety immediately. It's actually super fascinating. Again, we're going to complete the easy and high impacting ones first and then schedule the difficult and high impacting tasks after that. We'll put them in the calendar. We'll know exactly when they're scheduled for, for your brain to kind of give up that anxiety and stress around all of these things. Once we've scheduled all of those out, we're going to move on to the ones that are easy and low impacting. Remember, your list does not have to be done in a single week. You can schedule these things as they make sense to you and as they fit your lifestyle. So fill uh, your calendar up where it would make sense to you. So easy and low impacting next. We're scheduling them in the calendar after the difficult and high. Now we're at my most favorite part the last quadrant, difficult and low impacting. We're going to decide that we're not going to do these things. We're just going to cross them out and say, ta-da, and it was just not going to get done. Oh my God, what the hell are you talking about, Natasha? We need to get this stuff down because it's in my head and it's going to cause me anxiety and all of these things. I hear you. It will not move the needle significantly enough And if we're saying that they're difficult, so they're going to take a long time, potentially you're just busying yourself from making progress on other most important things. So I do want you to commit to giving those things up for now. Now, if you're doing this matrix on a regular basis and these things come up all the time, I would reassess where they belong on the quadrants. If they're still difficult, difficult, low, maybe consider delegating them. But what I've seen, these are not the things that you want to invest a lot of time in, especially if they're not going to get you to where you want to go quickly. By the time you get to scheduling quadrant four, you should be at a place where you should be looking at your list again. Theoretically, Uh, And best practice is that you're doing this brain dump of things that need to be accomplished on a weekly basis. So you would look at all the things that you want to accomplish every week, and you would want to, again, prioritize them in this fashion. So I would encourage you to look at the things, again, where we're looking at the most highly impacting things, doing the easy ones first, moving on to the more difficult ones later, moving that needle as close as possible to the goal 
And then only, and only then are we thinking about the low impacting. And even before then I would do the easy ones first to just give your, again, your brain, you know, that win. And the reason I tell you to give up the last quadrant, which is difficult and low impact is because of psychology research and a phenomenon that's called the Zygarnik effect, which suggests that when you create a to-do list, the unfinished task can linger in your mind, causing mental clutter and reducing overall focus and productivity. You don't want to get yourself into a space where you have unfinished tasks uh, or things that you're not going to do. This is why I say just remove them off the list and decide not to look at them because this is creating a sense in your mind that of never ending work that doesn't provide a lot of efficiency and leads to burnout and reduces levels of motivation. So you're not going to feel like you're wanting to do them anyway. So just decide that this week I am not uh, concentrating on that quadrant. Now you may be in a position where your goal shifts a bit um, in a few weeks and similar tasks come up, but they will show up in different quadrants. So at that point, yes, absolutely schedule them out and complete them. But again, decision is to only focus on the three quadrants. The first one being easy and high impacting. Second one is difficult and high impacting. And the last one is easy and low impacting, getting rid of all of the difficult things and low impacting that will not get you closer to your goal. This is your decision matrix and a total power move. You can utilize this on a daily basis, on with your company, right? You had a meeting and people are giving you a laundry list of things to do. You can literally ask them, what is the highest impacting task that needs to be completed? And then rate them easy and difficult and, you know, put them through the same filter. This will make you look like a freaking rock star at work. If you woke up, Uh, in the morning and you feel unmotivated, you don't know where to start, even though everything should be calendar blocked to avoid these things. But let's say you're having an off day. Ask yourself, what is the easiest high impacting thing that I can do right now to get my day started? And as discussed in episode one, I would highly, highly encourage you to review your calendar blocking, your list and prioritizations every 72 hours. So three days at a time to avoid overwhelm or confusion and to reiterate why it's important. No more guesswork, no more anxieties over the things that you need to do. No, no more, um, times where you're constantly telling yourself, Oh my God, I'm so busy and really stepping in to productivity motivation, confidence, getting shit done, and killing it like a boss. Try this tool for the next 30 days and please let me know how it's going. Follow me on Instagram at School of Cognitive Training. Tag me, let me know how you're progressing. And if you have any questions, you can always email me at info at schoolofcognitivetraining.com. I would love to help achieve all of your goals. See you next time.